Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello Fantasy Premier League managers and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points. As ever, I'm here in the studio with the gut man Jack Ball. Hello. Mr. Emotional Baron Cross. Hello. And a very emotional stat man, David Monday, right here. It's been a, a difficult week for myself. Just, just want to start on that um, with Fantasy Premier League. Many of you will know that Mo Salah wasn't in my team for Game Week 23 and that. That's basically it really, so that's the end of the podcast. Um, yeah, so uh, you, you, you lost. <laughs> I can't wait for you to recap your team. Uh, I, I was, I was, I was hoping to, to just be like, no, I'm, I'm no, I refuse this. <laughs> there one. were no high points and all low points. Well, I mean, let, let, yeah, let's as we always do. Let we start straight with uh, with our with our forfeit with our recap of game week twenty three. Um, and well, I believe I've got to hand over to Baron and Jack who have to inform well, me. We'll all say how many is. how many points we got first. Did you want to start, Baron? No, I don't want to hear. I'm going to close my ears. I got 90 points. Ugh. 90. Jack. So is that season high? One of the, one it of may well be. I didn't. I, I think I thought, did we, did we top 90 at Christmas? We didn't. We no, got you 80s. I got 89 and you yeah, got 86 yeah, yeah. so, or something. Yeah, you, I think you're right. So that's a season high. I mean, that, it, was, it was one of those weeks where just. Uh, Goals are all the right players. Higher, higher points than even a double game week for certain games. Yeah, don't, yes. remind, don't remind me. <laughs> so I got 70 points. Well, 74, but I took a four point hit, so 70 points. That's 20 less than Baron. No. no. Oh, you got 74 over Christmas, didn't you? I got quite a high one during the because I had a good, a good spell of not doing any forfeits. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you had an eight. No, you're in that. You're and, you, and David, you, you tell everyone how you did this week. Well, I got fifty something. I haven't even like, like I've had one of those weeks where like the second basically when the Liverpool game was over, I was like, I need Jesse Lingard to score a hat trick on Monday night, um, and yeah, that didn't happen. Um, so I just oh, I haven't God. really I haven't really looked. You know, you know when you have those weeks when you know just, it's I just an absolute horror show it. that yeah. you know if you look at it. <laughs> You know you're gonna get even angry. Rage, 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 wild card. <laughs> the yeah. whole of December that was for me. Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah, maybe I'm, yeah. ridiculous. Well, isn't the, it? the second that the second that Salah assisted, I was like, yeah, this, <laughs> I, I was out of the house. I've been dragged. I didn't really want to watch it anyway because I was kind of quite nervous about watching that game. And then yeah, I was out of the house. But I left the Twitter notifications on for the FPL thing. So every buzz, I'm like, what now? What now? And it's just like Mane, Salah assist. Firmino goal. Oh, oh! By the way, lads. By the way, Salah's just lobbed the goal even thirty-five yards, and everyone's going insane, <laughs> apart from me. And then Ottomendi and Sterling got, got booked. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I was watching that game live, and I was so joyous. I felt like I won the lottery. Well, the ridiculous thing. You know, this is what really annoys me. Whenever I seem to do the forfeit, it's fine margins. So, like Ottomendi hit the bar. He actually hit the flipping yeah. bar when it was one all. That could have completely changed the game. That could have made Liverpool just cave like they always do when they can see goals. And no, if uh, inches lower, different, completely different game week. Completely different game week for me. I might still have lost, but I've been, I would have been thrashed like I was. I mean, for those of you who weren't listening the week before, the reason Salah wasn't in my team was because I got spooked by the injury news of him on New Year's Day. I wanted to keep Hazard in for that double game week. And I thought, away at Chelsea, away at Arsenal, home against Leicester, I thought... Yeah, Hazard probably do all right in those games. 
So if I hold on to him for those two weeks and wait for Salah to come back, Salah then comes back earlier than the initial report suggests. And I was like, no, it's fine. Man City should hold him off nicely. No, no. They conceded four goals. So, yeah. should, we, should we reflect on the good bits before we make they do the bad yeah. bits? Well, we have to let him know what his forfeit is first, don't we? So we can... Yeah, I, oh, so we can start thinking what he's going to do. But you, you, no you start to feel invincible, don't you? Because I had the spell where I didn't do it for a long time and you've had this well, last season where you start feeling like you're not doing the You forget I, what it's like to come to the podcast knowing you're doing a I've forfeit. I've never felt invincible this season. There's always... It's been I, a while, I'm a pessimist. Well, yeah, it's been a while, but like the for, I'm always worried about the forfeit. Like, always. Always. <laughs> well, your forfeit this week is to explain to us Right. How your team went, and like you made me do this season with a rap with a good five song. or six verses. Okay. In the in the version of and you've got to give it welly uh, opera. An operatic know. recap of you your said, FPL week. You said you said to me before this podcast this would come naturally to me, and I'm like, are you just, what? That, no, it's in, it's in like you're not going to think of the lyrics. You're literally going to look at your team and just basically tell us that I did not have Salah. Like, a bit more than that. that properly put your put some boot into people, it. People down the other end of the office need to be able to hear. I, it. I wouldn't have like, I wouldn't have minded a musical forfeit if it was any genre other than opera. Like for real, thrash metal. But that's yeah. but that's, oh, why yeah. that's why it's a forfeit. You're not, you're not yeah, no, to of mind course. It. No, I, no, I know. Well, yeah, unless it's cricket. Oh yeah, I have so, that. So whilst Dave is mulling over how he's going to oh, tackle that, well, you talk about your team. So, your so, team. so I have to look at my team now. Sorry, didn't want to look at it. Anyway, so obviously the game week started on Saturday at three o'clock, and obviously you don't have the benefit of foresight. So it actually started quite badly for me. Lewis Dunk, clean sheet, was immediately wiped out. Mm. So I was a bit down about that. Then Nick Pope conceded. I was a bit down about that. And it turns out they were probably two of the very few lowlights. So, um, yeah, so Phil Jones, clean sheet, Monday night t- to tide me over. Um, Did you make any transfers for this game? No, week? I didn't. I rolled my transfers. Um, my team was in quite good shape after double game weeks. Thankfully, West Ham had great fixtures, uh, as did Spurs. So... On the Saturday, actually, on Saturday night, I was inside the top ten thousand in the world. Oh, and wow. I, that was from twenty five thousand. Wow, I was just like, is... I was getting a nosebleed. <laughs> but I knew, <laughs> I knew full crazy, well that I didn't, I didn't have people like Lingard. I didn't have Aguero. Uh, I didn't have Firmino. Um, so I, I was fully expecting to maybe drop down a little bit on Sunday. I think on the Sunday I maybe dropped to eleven thousand, and then on the Monday because I had Jones and Lingard blanked. I only draw, I'm, I'm now just inside the top thirteen thousand. What's been your highest position? You've got the highest. That's so you're at the highest you've inside been. top thirty. I mean, I half my rank from twenty five to thirteen thousand. So it's crazy. Isn't it's just it? ridiculous. Half I mean, I'm, five million it's, players. Yeah, I mean, it's it's strange how competitive you get with it. I'm now looking at over rank, thinking like I could have a proper crack at like if I play it right with the chips and stuff. I could easily get like top five thousand. You're not worrying about us plebs anymore. <laughs> you're not plebs. <laughs> you put the forfeits for at me. <laughs> that's true. So yeah, so Alonso amazingly blanked, but got a clean sheet and two bonus, and the other two bonus were just so beautiful. We discussed Salah. We, I don't think any. I mean, Salah was always Salah's proved he's fixture proof, but we, we didn't expect eleven points against City. Did you leave him in throughout his injury? Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote the injury crisis. Um, Son was that was the beautiful one because Dave had transferred Son out for Lingard, and I said Son might punish you. Like that's quite a bold transfer. We'll talk about it later, but I think there's a bit of herd mentality there. You've gone for Lingard because well, that's what everyone was talking about. But also, you Spurs' kept run is about to get difficult. But yeah, but you get rid of him after the 13 yeah. points he just got. Of course, no, no, I know. Yeah. So Son was really good, and Altovich was great. Kane captain was fairly sandwiched because everybody's got him. But how, how, how many players do you have in double figures? You have four. Four. Salah, Son, on Altovich, and Kane. Even Aaron Moy coming in with an assist, like just to get me into 90 points, that was quite nice. But um, Sterling blanked, but you know. Sterling's going to stay. Morata blanked, and yeah, if, you, if people haven't worked out already, Morata is, is definitely going this week. 
um, thoroughly disappointing. They're still good fixtures, but just can't. I can't have a ten point ten and a half million pound player doing nothing mm. every week. And Chelsea just looked abysmal on Saturday. I don't know what's happened to them. Abysmal. Just we're all raving about this. Hazard getting called before sixty yeah. minutes. Just abysmal. What about you, Joe? Well, I've got quite a few similar. Some of my high scorers are, are the same as you. I've got Salah. What Salah back in? So I used my wild yes, card last. So you week. actually did and what I, Dave didn't do. I was always going to bring Salah back in when he was fit, and he came back quicker than I thought. I didn't anticipate to use two transfers this week. Thankfully, somebody somebody got sold. So yeah, so I, I got rid of Aurier, who ended up having quite a good week. Mm. But Salah's performance over over overrid that. Luckily, I bought Tarkovsky as well for for Aurier and brought Salah in for Coutinho. Coutinho, of course. Yeah, yeah it's so. an easy decision. Pretty easy one when he doesn't even play in this country anymore. So that I did that. You know your differentials. You had a few on. Firmino, Firmino was, was one. Yeah, I've, I've got a horrible feeling people are going to get him to the Morata. I think that's going to be the biggest transfer in for a lot of people. Which is I know annoying. we don't like giving much away, do we, to each other? But it's hard for me to ignore Firmino. I think he'll be in a lot more teams. Pricing I think fixtures. He'll be one of the biggest side players yeah. going to. He's already risen, isn't he, this week? And he played fantastic. I mean, I it, 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 when you watch match of a day or when or when you just read results, you don't watch the intricacies of all the play and some of his passing was absolutely yeah. sensational and if there was some better finishing at certain points he would have got a lot more points for the his finish for the goal yeah. the chip was unbelievable I watched it again last night such a good finish but he, like I said he also he also plays plays people into goal really well yeah, and he, he gets assists whereas people like uh, Morata and Kane don't yeah, get assists uh, that's, that's how you, I've said so many times on this podcast I want differentials between you and Dave I know. But it's hard to ignore Firmino especially it? when Firmino is so much cheaper than Morata why yeah. wouldn't you and you can strengthen in other mm. places so I fully expect that I'll either have to look to bring someone else in and hope it goes well or I'm just going to... Yeah, so that's... So that's Barney's got good fixtures at Leicester. If, you, if you're looking at differential, Barney's well, not Maybe we should get Barney and I could keep... You know. <laughs> um, Mario's got three points, which I know is not great, but again, it's he's doing all right. Yeah. Some of the, you know, he's, he kept a clean sheet point and uh, he'll, he'll be a goal threat throughout. I didn't get anything in defence apart from Victor Mo- Moses. Moses. Which um, someone, which I'll talk about in a minute, to my right, criticised quite heavily that I brought him into my team last week. Who's that? Victor Moses. He doesn't play oh, more than 60, 60 minutes. <laughs> Um, so so yeah, he did well for me. Don't talk to you about Clubs, Chelsea clean sheets. But apart from that, that clean sheet was I didn't get anything. But Pickford, I mean, they, they what was the score in that game? They lost four 0 but he still got two points. So again, oh, so he must have had some safe points. So he makes saves. So yeah. he's still something, you know. So Pickford's, overall, Pickford's got, a great asset at the moment. I think, I think if I was looking at a goalkeeper move, Pickford would be a, a big shout. I mean, Pope, I could sell Pope for four seven, and Pickford's four nine, so it'd be. A, Jump of point two, so Pickford's a great asset. You get rid of Morata and bring in Firmino, which I fully expect a lot of people to do. Yeah, whoever I mean, does that, I mean, goalkeeper's never so priority, is it? No, I've got, no. I've, I've got people. I mean, I've got, I've, I'd love to upgrade Mariapa because he's just not playing anymore. Uh, I'd love to upgrade Moy. I'd love to upgrade Calvert Lewin. Um, so, I mean, if I do go Firmino, I've got, I've got a few options. I like to spend that money on. I had to. The, the price rises. Um, so Morata dropped on Monday night, mm. and I was, I was tracking him, thinking. I know I'm going to get rid of Morata, but do I obey? Well, who got the assist? Call it the Austin rule, don't they? Yeah. Like, you have to. I had to be so. You don't understand last night. I'd lost the one in Morata, and Firmino was rising last night in Rose. And I was just. I took so much restraint to stop myself doing that. So I thought, I've just got to wait. I have to. Have you got money in the bank at the moment, or are you pretty. No, no, I, I have to sell Morata first and then have money to play with so I've got, two, I've, got, I've got two free transfers I suppose the advantage you've got is the fact that Firmino's not playing midweek so I mean that is the advantage the Austin rule situation was around the fact that Austin had a, had a third yes, in that game yeah, absolutely. which so, again which, which made even more control that's, that's what I mean knowing yeah, yeah. that I'm getting rid of Morata well, may, may or may not have they got a replay Chelsea Chelsea yes they're playing Norwich so Morata may or may not play tonight Wednesday night so I knew that going to Firmino was less of a risk than normal but 
you, you just think through your head. Clock comes in on Friday to his press conference. Yeah, Firmino is ill. He's not playing. And you think, transfer wasted. Mm. Absolutely wasted. So I've just had to... T- and, I, and I've... The swing was... So I had Morata at 10-5. Could have got on Firmino at 9-1. So I would have, I would have saved 1-4. If I now do it, I'm looking at 1-2 in the bank. So... I've lost point two, so I mean it does it does smart, but all the wisest advice, people like Jay Eggersdorf, who, who Dave knows of, I mean they all say you have to wait because there's transfers happening all the time, you get new information every single day, we've got midweek fixtures to think about. So the other thing worth pointing out is you, you asked the good old Mark Sevens a question about Morata. I did, yeah. I, well, you didn't respond on the group chat, so I didn't know if you'd seen oh, it. I was, I was waiting for this podcast. Oh, okay. so, yeah. yeah, that was quite surreal really. I mean, because I was so um, I, was, I was so sure I was going to get rid of Morata sort and I had a notification when that video went when the official FPL go live on Monday with Mark Southerns and I thought they, they'd just gone live and I thought I'll get a comment in now because then it's sort of quite near the top mm. and um, I just asked Morata um, uh, to Firmino it would mean I've got double Liverpool coverage and no Chelsea attackers uh, and he didn't really address the Chelsea issue but he did say that Firmino's not a bad chap but but yeah, I mean, they, they get thousands of questions, so it's quite nice to be acknowledged by, read, uh, by the sensor. Did he recommend that he would wait a little bit for Morata because because Firmino might get rest, uh, might play in the Champions League? Uh, no, 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 no. He's uh, yeah, he's, 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 exactly he said that he, he agreed with getting rid of Morata. Yeah, but he said that Firmino will be good for now. But when the Champions League comes, they've they unlike Chelsea, they've mm. got Solanke and Sturridge that Klopp could rotate with. Yes. So and they could even be signing Mahrez. <laughs> and, and for the next three or four weeks, Firmino is probably solid, which is fine because Liverpool's fixtures are good for the next three or four weeks. But when Champions League comes, fully expect to be a bit of rotation. But I'm trying not. I, I don't want to get too caught up with like playing too far ahead. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if you're putting yourself, I mean, like there's going to be a blank in game week 28. If you're putting yourself off with players that aren't going to be playing in that week, then it's too much for your brain to handle like you have to just, just pick some players enjoy them for a few weeks and then make that decision down the line because so, that's why you have the transfer to try and ride the wave before yeah. it starts don't you? and the other thing is is who else will I go for I mean if I'm not going for Firmino I, to go to Aguero I have to break up my team take a four point hit on three transfers and seriously weaken other players to, mm-hmm. get, to go from uh, Morata to Aguero um, Vardy I've just recommended to you but I think how much is Vardy? 8-5 he's a so lot he, given that Firmino and Vardy started at the same price he's a lot cheaper than Firmino but um, Leicester's fixtures aren't quite as good and you can't say that Leicester are as much of a goal threat as Liverpool. Liverpool I mean Liverpool are away, at, are away at Swansea I mean they could absolutely batter Swansea and, and the fact that they managed to score four past Man City yeah, just, just gives you an indication of how good they yeah, are Liverpool's an attack you're happy to double up with so, so I mean if I don't go Firmino where do I go I just don't see the options so I think Unless I drop all the way down to Wilson, and I'm a bit uncomfortable making Wilson my second striker. And you know you can drop to Firmino, still have that money in the bank, which can improve your squad. So you don't need to necessarily drop. Yeah, that so much. I think yeah, it's not like us to reveal transfer plans, but I think <laughs> don't be surprised if that's what I go with, unless there's some new. It was the obvious choice. Like I'm not even a little bit surprised if that's yeah, what you're going to do. And you, you must be. I, I would, if I had to guess yours, David, it must be Hazard for Salah. That I, I, I was talking. Not maybe yet though, which I'm interested to hear. Is, is, are you again thinking of price? I think of uh, not price rises. The Austin rule. Like, yeah, yeah. Because fair enough, because that takes strength. Because you knew yeah. you've seen that Hazard's Hazard falling and Salah's already down. risen. Mm. Which we so won't props to you for holding on, because I knew you could easily yeah. rage that straight away. Yeah, because it's just I, d- I have the money. I have a lot of money in the bank. Yeah, which uh, it's annoying to lose value because I've spent a lot of the season no, building no, it up. No, the feeling. But I'm kind of telling myself now that um, the luxury of working hard to get my value to I think it's like 104 point something is that I can now afford to wait and invest in information rather than price yeah. so um, you know that's that's just that, that, that's what something that's uh, 
I'll have to see because I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if, if we get told on Friday that Salah has like broken his leg in training, you will be delighted. Like, please, um, you know, if somebody's broken his leg. Yeah. I don't really like to wish that on people, but yeah. if he could do that this week, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Although to be fair, I want Hazard out, so actually, I don't really mind if he's fit because right. Hazard's got to go. I mean, mm. that's what I mean. That's why I'm so I'm so I'm so impressed with your restraint because it's 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 less obvious than me going Maratus Firmino. Like Hazard, maybe for Salah, he's indispensable. Yeah, so. exactly. It's so, um, I'm I'm going to get him back in anyway. It's such an obvious move you're going to make. I'm impressed that you've, you've held off, yeah. knowing you need to wait for the information. Just, just go away. I mean, I, like, the, I think the last time that I uh, went early on a Liverpool player was in a blank game week or a half game week last year, and I took a four point hit to get in Urente and Firmino, and both of those players on the Friday were revealed by their managers to have picked up knocks in training. So yeah, it was really. like, <laughs> so, so unlucky. You do learn the hard way. We, yeah. all know, we all know that I make chances quite quickly, mm, and I've yeah. only been burned once or twice. Mm. So for me, I've, I've always been quite lucky. Suffer two in one week. I, know. That I mean, that, that was that was that that isn't a, a usual thing. Yeah. But whenever I take risks, they tend to not pay off. Like not bringing Salah back in for game week twenty three didn't pay off. I hate the, the game week twenty three is why I hate taking risks. I absolutely hate it. Mm. So yeah. Um, for your information, I've finished. Let's hear the opera. Um, and this is going to be fantastic. Because the thing is, I don't know many operas, so I was like, there has to be some kind of melody here. Like I can't just like because. As much as it's someone just bellowing out noisy, there is a tune. So what I've gone with is Phantom of the Opera, because okay. I actually know that piece of music. Just breaking the fourth wall again, you may need to come a bit away from the microphone. That's fine. He's going to go quite somewhere. We want Andy to have to come down and say, excuse me, trying to work? The whole point of opera is for it to be... Well, that's, well, I mean... Grand. Well, no, that's a particular type of. That song is the fourth that we've set you, David. Okay, okay. <laughs> right. No. Right. So you're gonna count me in, yeah? Or I'm gonna count myself. <clears throat> yeah. So you've got to imagine the 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 organ, you know, the at the beginning of Phantom yeah, Opera, if you know so it. So Nick Pope left in a goal. He got two points. Minus one for Artemendi. Sterling got booked. The phantom yes. of my FBL team is Mo Salah. <laughs> Lingard got two as well, so did Richarlison. Has it came off before the hour? Morata blanked. The phantom of my FBL team is Son Hungmin. <laughs> Just three points on my bench. Mariap has gone. The phantom of my FBL team is Mo Salah. Fair play, Dave. That's quite fun at the end. I was quite worried about that. But uh, I, fair play, I did feel a bit sorry for you. Quite cathartic. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we're, we're in the office feel. rather than the studio where we normally record it, so there yeah. are people around. So fair play to you. That's quite good. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, I have brilliant. to admit, like, I actually feel better after that. Just getting it all yeah. out. Like you say, the, the tone of that particular song is very, you know, very A minor. Misery. Yeah, so... I mean, that's basically it, really. I mean, I've got a few questions to ask you, David, because you okay. went very heavily into my team. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so, firstly, I want to say so, my first question you said mine last, my, my wildcard team needed a wildcard last week. Mm-hmm. So, if mine need a wildcard, what do yours need after this week? Um, well, I have actually been mulling over an eight or a 12 point hit. Probably not going to happen. Oh, but, you know, oh. but you know, when you're in those listeners, if you could see the looks on our faces. Well, it probably won't happen. I've talked to a few people about it, and and there's merit to it. That's an Eggersdorf type move. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, I wouldn't have thought to do that if I hadn't seen what he did over Christmas. But I mean, obviously, I know his decision making is considerably better than mine. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be where he is. But you know, I, I, I think if I, I think I'm probably gonna the, the the chances of a hit this week 
incredibly high because I would love to wildcard because my my bench is in disarray. Like as I said in my uh, my cathartic version of Fantasy Opera, Mariapa, like where the hell is yeah, where, where even is he? Um, Cavalier's got to go. Um, because obviously Cheng Tosin's come in Everton have had four shots on target I think in the last six or something stupid and Elias has said he's going to go even more defensive exactly now. what he said on match day was uh, I think we probably need to be more boring than we already are Brilliant. so um, you know great between sheets so Kenny will probably stick around because home against West Brom that's got nil nil written all over yeah. it Everton's um, bank clean sheets yeah so he'll probably stick around Christensen he, like, he has caused me so many problems over the last couple of weeks and obviously the, the, this is why I said don't talk to me about Chelsea clean sheets because he, if he'd come on just a few minutes earlier for Cahill, then I would have got the clean sheet, which wouldn't have saved me from the fourth. Three, three, three or four you minutes. You played fifty-seven. Fifty-seven, yeah. So, oh, so ridiculous. So you know that was frustrating. Um, Newcastle conceding at, at home to Swansea. Don't, what the hell's going on? Like, oh my days. So I mean, Yedlin's probably going to go as well because I think that Newcastle, um, their clean sheet potential is probably done. But he nobody owns him, so I'm not worried about price so He can probably sit on my bench. But Richarlison got to go. Hazard, you still got Charlton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got. Well, I mean, a home against this is this is what I mean. Like, I gave him this like this was his last chance. Mm. Although it probably won't be because I need to get Salah back. <laughs> but like, the thing with Richarlison is like Watford at home. You you look at that and you think Southampton have been dreadful recently. And Watford have no, been scoring I'd goals. I'd have kept him as well. Yeah, and like, it just sums it sums Watford up right now that they're at home against a team that had scored like six goals away from home all season. At half time, they're two 0 down. Mm. What a disgrace that Watford is right now. They're just not even a football team. So, so I, can, I can properly sense the pain in his voice. Like you have got, you could easily make four or five transfers there. Oh yeah. So how much are you going to make this week? Do you think you're going to stick to one or two? Well, I'm going to make at least one. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. It feels like you. you because the weekend was so bad and it hit you so hard, it, it, it's not a rage transfer because you're giving yourself time to think about it, but you are so fed up with it that you yeah, do yeah. feel like, you know what, throw caution to win, I'm going to take an eight or yeah. top one and just, just shake things that, up. That's why Shake I it up do and it. just see what happens. Because I want to save the wild card for the Get a few different weeks. players and just see how it goes. If I had, if I had, if I had, um, uh, if the wild card was something that you had more than once in the second half of the season, oh, I would definitely play it this week. Yeah. My team is just, it's really not because it, it, over Christmas it was like 82, 89, yeah, 60s. And then yeah, I mean it's it's, it's it's Salah coming out, which is the big which is the big blow. So, Son as well was a killer. Yeah, Son as well, and then not I think switching to Firmino when like everybody else should because everyone else did because his ownership's like thirty seven percent now. Yeah, so. we, were, we you and I were on Russ for a long time. Yeah, so I mean it's just because people basically what's happened is people have stayed in my squad longer than I want them to because I've had other things to solve, and then that's stacked up over a period of time where so loads of them need to go. So. So, so in that case, if, if you're looking to get Salah back, which you're getting this week, is, is Morata likely to stay for a bit longer? Do you think? Have you thought about that? I mean, you've got which, which player do you want to put out first? You've got Calvert Lewin and Morata who wants to get out. There's a lot of players I want to get out. So, so what are you prioritising first? Do you, have you worked that out yet? I have. Ingersoll says it's always your most expensive problem yes, first. Yes, exactly. So it's and, along and those price is only going one way. Along those lines. So I don't want to reveal too much because obviously I, I don't want to say categorically right now, oh, I'm taking a 12 point hit next week because then you guys will be like, oh, great, I'm not doing the 12 point hit So you know, I don't want to give you a false sense of security. So. I'm predicting, I'm going to predict that he's going to get rid of Hazard for Salah That's and, and Morata for Firmino. I think he'll do both of them. You think about Firmino? I think he, he, sounds, he sounds a bit hesitant about Firmino. He feels like he's missed a boat. Morata's been so... No, I, I, he's still a lot cheaper than Morata, though. He is, I, but, I, but... I think that's what he'll do. There is the Vardy option. I don't know if he'll go Vardy. I he'll, mean, he'll go Firmino. Because he wants to cover the Leicester attack because he hasn't got Mares. Wilson's a shout, to be fair. He'll write he's Wilson. had Wilson before and got rid of him, though. If you think about it, this is my problem. You've just listed off probably every transfer I've considered in the last three days, and there's oh, probably about there's a small, seven. There's a small pool, isn't there? Seven I could make. Seven or eight. The worst thing for me though is if you get Salah and Firmino, that's two differentials. I've lost, or two different. Well, you're only always going to get Salah back, but Firmino. Mm. Well, 
Yeah. Well, we will, we shall see in a week's yeah, time. Do you want to carry on with your diatribe? Well, well, well you, you, sort, you sort of really covered it. I wanted to just point out that you heavily criticised me for bringing Moses in last oh, yeah. week. For not competing over 60 minutes in a, in a while. Competed 90 minutes, got a clean sheet, and Christensen only got one point. Also, you heavily criticised me for departure as well. Who did what? But my point being, he's my third choice keeper, and I'm not expecting to do Peach. much. Uh, he's only got four points, to be fair. No, sorry, he's my third choice striker for right. my 5.5. And, and the little stat I've written down, which Baron quite likes this stat, I said, how, it's how, depressing. Can you, how can you criticise that decision when you have Morata, who costs £5 million more, in the last seven game weeks, Departure's got 33 points, in which time Morata's got 12. Yeah. How depressing That is quite that? depressing, yeah. I mean, that 33 is depressing. to 12. But what we always say, no, listen, you, I have to answer your question. Like, um, what we always say in FPL is you go with what you can control, and Morata is more assured of starts in the, Hudders- in the Chelsea team than Duarte Pratchett is in the Chelsea team, so in the Huddersfield team. So that's our logic. What the players do after that is their business. It's not ours. So, but but as I've said before, like Morata has been on his way out of my team for weeks anyway. So you know, will he finally go this week? Well, I'm not going to say. We'll wait and see. I'm not going to say. I have looked numerous times on the uh, FPL to see if chances have been made. For- I have all. That's I mean, I'm try, trying to explain how how much control. Last night, literally at about midnight, I was thinking right. I just I couldn't decide what to do because I thought I just it's such an obvious transfer I want to make. Why not save the money? And I thought no, I'm going to wait. And then I thought right, I'm going to check Jack and Dave's team. If they if they've made their transfers this early, I will go for it. And neither of you did. So, the, so I, I have been checking your. The transfers thing I always as well. tell myself though is if the worst happens and someone gets injured, I've got a bench <clears> that are playing. So I would rather beat the price rise a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, I've got two free transfers as well, so even if worst comes to worst and I made one of them, I've got another one to repair it. But My difference is I have no... My, my bench is in disarray, so, like, Marriott isn't playing, Cavalier's not playing, um, Kenny will come in, so then, therefore, I'll have a Newcastle player in Yedlin on my bench, who I definitely don't want to play. Wait City, yeah. Wait City, so that's, that's why I am waiting, because I've got to have a starting eleven. so I've got to wait for those press conferences. I mean, West Ham played 120 minutes in mm-hmm. the FA Cup last night, so on Altovich... Um, I mean, he only played 50 minutes, but you know, if Moyes says on Thursday he's Paul Tammy again, he didn't say the other night. You know, uh, Chelsea are playing tonight in the FA Cup, and anything can happen there. Like to Christensen, for example, um, and who else are playing? I think it's Swansea, who I don't need to worry about, uh, and Bournemouth, who I might need to worry about. As I said, Wilson is obviously very much on my radar. So there's games that we just I, need to be aware of I've before we make our transfers. I've, been, I've really been torn with this making the no transfer thing. I've listened to so much stuff, I've read so much advice on it, and what people say, and then like. I listened to who got the assist. They're like, yeah, follow the Austin rule, you should wait. Then last night, Tom or Nick were saying, oh, I've just seen that Calvert-Lewin's going to drop and Wilson's going to rise. I'm going to jump on it now, against his own advice. <laughs> and then like, I watched the FF Scout, that a scout cast last night on YouTube, watched that. Mark Southerns has made his transfer. He's gone Morata to Vardy. He made it on Monday night to beat the price for. So I'm like, oh, God, should I do what Mark Southerns doing? But then somebody else in the scout cast, another assured guy saying, no, you have to wait. Like, what are you doing? Like you can't make these early transfers because Vardy, especially because he played last night. He yeah, could, he could have injured himself. Yeah, again. so I mean, um, you can't make these early transfers in January because the landscape changes every single day. Yeah. So this is the transfers this is, are precious. This is the thing that I've said to you before, though. This is and, and obviously your your method is working better than mine because you're far further yeah. ahead than me. But I couldn't read all this stuff because it does just mess with your head more than. I will, I was, I, there is a lot of conflict in my head. Well, for me, Call of Duty is a very stressful business. Oh, yeah. Well, it? I think the biggest enemy, I was in my little song, I was close to saying that the phantom of my FPL team is me. Because I think that yeah. it's, it's, that's what it is. We are our Because basically, if I did, it's so frustrating, I haven't mentioned it, I was so close to just going no transfers. I was, no, I was just, 
I'll leave United. I'll leave United. I'll be fine. And then I'll have two free next week because I've yeah. got lots of transfers to do. And because Son had a good, good fixture, I got itchy feet. And then I was just like, yeah, let's. let's do, oh, I should probably cover United. And then but loads of people do that. that. I mean, yeah. you're not the only one. That's, yeah. that's. I mean, who got the assist? Did a bit on herd mentality. And the fact yeah. that everybody jumps on Lingard just because exactly. everyone was talking about it. Exactly. So I mean, and his stats were good as well. Let's not forget that. But I mean, and then you see this. You always see the stats after the game that prove why you shouldn't have signed him. So before the game is, oh, seven goals in his last nine. Then after the game, he's only scored one goal at Old Trafford in his last five. Why didn't you tell me that before the game? Mm. Why? was that not publicised before the game very frustrating but hey you know let's let's move on let's to move so on, yeah. let's move on to questions from the community which are always a lot more interesting than our own questions you are listening to waiting, waiting on, on the bonus, bonus points. points our first question this week is from Chandahar who says should I sell Jesse Lingard to get Marco Arnautovic so straight on to the topical topical questions I do here. love these meaty questions yeah so I mean if it was me I would say yes straight away I mean I've got both so I can't really speak from experience, but if it was me and I didn't have any other things to worry about, I would definitely do it. United's fixtures um, aren't as uh, appealing as West Ham's, and Arnautovic in great form as well. What about you guys? Yeah, definitely Arnautovic. I mean, I, I, Arnautovic is one of those that sums up um, how well the season's going for me. Like He's just somebody I've managed to get on for those big hauls. It was no big secret. He was playing up front. He had a double game week. You bring him in. So I brought him in, kept him in. He's got fantastic fixtures. Absolutely destroyed Huddersfield at the weekend. Oh, yeah. He's playing up front. He's a good price. And if if, if this if Chandahar can do it without any major surgery, absolutely do it. Like you say, Dave, United have got the odd good fixture. They haven't got terrible fixtures, but West Ham's are irresistible. Yeah. I think if you can have a midfield player up front, look at Josh King last season. We love an out-position player. Oh, yeah. Josh King last season, though, I mean, you didn't have him, did you? But he was, no. um, you can not have him in your team. Yeah, I think we got a question from Jose, not Mourinho, uh, Tavares. Um, we have this question a lot, but I'm asking it again just so that we can get the information out there. They say, when is the next double game week? And the answer is, of course... We don't know. We don't know yet. Um, we've done some analysis on our website about when it might be. Um, and it's all sort of dependent on who uh, is in the FA Cup, uh, is in the League Cup final, um, because ironically, two of the teams, Arsenal and Manchester City, that could be the League Cup final. And they actually are supposed to play each other in mm. Game Week 28. And then whether or not those fixtures stay part of Game Week 28 or move into a different one depends on the replays that happen tonight, because it all depends on Chelsea. So lots of uh, unknowns in the air, Jose. The theories are 34 or 37, aren't they? Yeah, that's, the, the, general, that's the general theory amongst the community. But... Um, yeah, definitely wait um, to see what happens with the fixtures. We'll, we'll track it. We've got a handy timeline on our website of when you might know. Mm. So have a look at that. Um, then our final question is from Gil, who says, should I transfer Morata out for Sergio Aguero? Discuss. If you've got the money, I think... You need, con- you need context, don't think, you, really? Yeah, so I the think suggestion is that this guy has, has the money. Yeah. To do I, I think Straight the good thing about Aguero, as we spoke about last week, didn't we? Aguero, this is the best time to get him because Jesus is out injured. They're not looking like they're going to sign Sanchez anymore. Correct, um, yeah, that's true. So, so they've, I, got, they've got Newcastle, West Brom. Newcastle, home. West Brom. Then they've got Burnley, which could be a bit tough, and Leicester, who, who can see quite a few goals. So if you've got the money, yeah. I think, I, think, is it, I don't know who, ownership, where he's put, I'm guessing he's owned by less people than Firmino. Um, let's double check. Oh, far less, yeah. 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 I mean, Firmino's I mean, I mean, So Aguero could be more of a differential, which is weird. You wouldn't have said that a year mm. ago. but I mean, Aguero has been a differential for most of the season for yeah. a lot of people. His own, I mean, his ownership is 22%. There's actually more people than Jesse Lingard, but I think... Um, uh, Fantasy Football Fix obviously tell you the difference between live ownership and actual ownership and my understanding is that a lot of people who own him he's in a lot of dead teams so in terms of live teams 
it's a lot smaller than the 22%, so it could be a good differential. Um, yeah, as you say, I mean, Newcastle at home. I mean, last time he was at home against Newcastle, he scored five goals, I think it was. Was that last time? Um, yeah. played it since then? Um, home. Because you were in the Championship last year, yeah. and then it was the season before that, I think was it was. It? Yeah. Oh, you were um, actually, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, Newcastle at home, West Brom at home, away at Burnley, who, you know, aren't as watertight as they used to be. So, I mean... Aguero didn't impress me at Liverpool, but... That's um, the downside, isn't but, it? Morata is just abject, yeah. And Aguero's got two great fixtures. He needs to be in Aguero for two or three weeks. The only thing is, he could absolutely smash Newcastle. I must Pep said this week that Sterling could play false nine, as in he actually said that. I'm could happy about that. Apparently, he played false nine the other day against Bristol City and wasn't particularly effective. So I mean, I mean, obviously that's not good for Sterling, only, but it also might not be good for Aguero and his rotation. Yeah. Of rotation with the, protect him, with the cups coming up and the Champions League coming back. So um, just be aware of that. But you know, could be a decent differential. So in terms of our own questions, then. Um, this week, uh, we are going to start with um, Manchester City. Uh, it's a good place to start. Um, obviously, lost their first game of the season this week. Um, what a cracking game it was as well. Oh, what a game. What a game. I mean, from a neutral, I watched it the next day on Match of the Day 2 on record, and even though I was upset, very upset, it was a great game. Um, but, I mean, obviously, a watershed moment, really. City have finally been beaten, and we know why, because Liverpool are the first team to actually press them in the areas that they like to, they're normally comfortable in possession. Um, so the question is, do we need to worry about Manchester City after their first league defeat? Like, do, should we all be like, oh, well, let's ditch off our assets? Like, especially people who've got City defenders. I mean, obviously they've conceded four goals. Um, I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you think what, what do you think their reaction is going to be to that defeat? And does it worry you? I think they're going to demolish Newcastle, unfortunately. <laughs> um, it's good to ask a Newcastle fan first of all. Yeah, I mean, they still scored three at Liverpool. I mean, they were mm-hmm. Liverpool did have you know one of their best displays I've ever seen under Klopp. Um, and as Dave's already mentioned, if Otamendi scores that header, maybe it's a different story. I mean, Guardiola came out afterwards and said we didn't play terribly. Um, we came out in the second half, started really well, but when Liverpool got that second goal, City just didn't. They stopped doing what they're good at, and Liverpool took full advantage. So I, no, I wouldn't. I would not be scared about the City assets at all. I mean, the only blemish on City's uh, radar is is the possible blank in twenty eight, but that's still a way off yet. I think I would say is, I think Edison had a shocker. He didn't have a good game at all, and normally he's much stronger than what he was. Yeah, he started second guessing himself, didn't he? Yeah, he and Bravo. Klopp, I think, is, I saw has got the most wins against Guardiola out of any manager. He's now six <coughs> times he's beaten him, and also Man City have an awful record at Liverpool. They hadn't won there in something like fourteen games or something. It's, it's, I, I was it's shocked decades, when I saw the stats. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very long time. So I think that was definitely an anomaly. And I've, you know, as, as Baron said, if you, if you just saw that. Man City went to Liverpool and scored three goals. You would assume they would have won that game, <laughs> yeah. and you know normally the team would win. And Newcastle at home, you know, with all, all due respect to everybody in the room, is an ideal fixture to have after you've yeah, lost the I mean, first game. Of the Sterling's like one of the most transferred out players. I was saying to Dave yesterday in the office, and like Very he's a captain candidate. Yeah, and he's one of the most transferred out. It's crazy. I mean, I don't know what people are doing. It's just knee jerk reactions, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. knee jerk. Yeah. I mean, I think the, I think for me the key is the fact that um, this City team. Uh, I mean, I, I actually, I actually watching the highlights. But I didn't watch the full game. There was a lot of moments where I was like, "Why is Pep still playing the ball out of the back?" The the last team on this planet you want to play the ball out of the back against is Liverpool because they're the only team that can press high and press in numbers. Um, and Alan Shearer answered that question in the match today too, where he said, "I actually don't think there's another team in the league that can." Like that's how you beat Man City. Is you he, press he, said, he said that he thinks United had the players to do it, but, but they won't because of Mourinho. And if Spurs are full strength at home, Spurs may be able to do it, but. 
So I mean, they failed to do and, it, and that's that's, that's if Butter maybe. So the chances of that happening to City again very low in my opinion. So I wouldn't worry about it. And as I think the bottom line's got to be like, don't sell Sterling. Like he's a he's a captain candidate against against Newcastle. But so. also they, they they rallied and scored two very late goals, and that's yeah. just the character of the team. They didn't yeah. give up, and you know, yeah. they've got so much character in that team, and they've got potential to score goals all day. As Pep long. calls it the character. So yeah. Um, so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so our next question, we're going to go to the exact opposite end of the league uh, with Stoke City now. And um, it's really interesting. I was doing a fixture analysis yesterday, sort of um, taking everybody's FDR averages over the next six weeks and discovered that the team with the kindest fixtures over the next six weeks is Stoke City. Um, I think I already know the answer to this question with Baron. Not so sure about Jack because he loves the differential. So are you thinking about Stoke? No. No. Are you saying no on both? No, I, I, I was shocked that Paul Lambert got the job. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I can't think of them anything other than Championship Bound, to be honest. I, th- I, I'm, I'm I don't... I think, I think <coughs> for me, what it comes down to is I think... For every Stoke player, there's someone better and for that sort of price elsewhere, and yeah. that's why I don't think I'll bring any Stoke the, player in. The biggest hurdle for me is the Lambert factor, and we don't know what he's going to pick yet. I mean, by all means, if I if I knew what his first eleven was going to be, Chief Emoting's underlying stats are still not terrible. Like I looked yeah. at his figures last night. Chief Emoting's actually not bad, and for the price he's at, he's actually not a bad asset. And if you look at the fixtures... For instance, if Lambert came out and said Chubotin is going to play up front for me, he's my number nine for the next six weeks. At five three, I'd, pro- I'd possibly have a punt on him. I mean, yeah. five three for an opposition midfielder who has got good underlying stats is a possibility. But again, it's it's like with it's like with the um, who else can press like Liverpool? It's all ifs and buts. Yeah, the, the, there's just too much doubt. The thing that Stoke. I think about Stoke and Swansea is whenever I see who they're playing, I think of the other team and how good they could do. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. That, and that, and that, that to me is. tells me everything I need to know about whether I'll bring in a Stoke player. I mean, looking at, um, I mean, the, basically the, the conclusion that, that I reached in the, in the stuff I've done on the website is that while they've got that nice run, I think it's something like twenty-two percent of points from a possible. Uh, that's how many points they pulled in. Uh, as, a, as an average of what they pulled in over the last season, so basically you, you can't trust them with that fixtures. And then what what it comes down to, as you say, Lambert is a new manager, so we don't know who he's going to play. I mean, the thing with Chip Emoting is he's being played out of position as a striker. Lambert might come in and be like, "Well, the fact you've played him there is why we haven't been scoring any goals." Yeah, so exactly. I'm going to start Crouch. Um, Joe Allen is someone that I think is probably for me, if I was going to pick one, I'd probably go with him because I think he, he's been involved in three goals in the last four game weeks or something, and he's cheaper than cheaper moting, and he seems like the kind of player that naturally would keep his position because he's a creative player. But again, it's all if person maybe. So I think if you want to look for someone like him or cheaper moting, it's got to be out of desperation because you want to make up ground. Mm. But then basically by the time that Lambert's made an impact, I don't think that... Basically that's when their run gets really difficult and they play, I think, five teams who are over a four or something in the last eight game weeks. And I, I mean, like, I'm with Jack, I can't see them staying up simply because... <laughs> They've got nice fixtures while they've got a new manager when they're working out the kinks. And by the time that they've reached a stage where they may or may not have a, a boost, it could, it could be like Pardew, it might never happen. Um, and then by that stage, they've got horrible fixtures. So, I mean, I can't see myself having a Stoke player. Looking at their results, well, the last time they kept a clean sheet was in game week 10. Yeah. I mean, so why would they so, sign any of their defenders or goalkeeper? And again, scored more than one goal once in the last eight game weeks, I think. So just every position, just, there's nothing that tells you that they're going to start performing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's where I see as well. So... Um, just ignore the, those lovely green twos on Fantasy Premier League. We'll all be through on next week. Yeah. Well, yeah. Five nil at the weekend. <laughs> um, my final question then, a bit more of a, um, I want to say a playful one, but we'll see. So is there seriously a curse on the most transferred in player every game week that only Mo Salah can break? Because he, I think he's the only player 
to not blank after being the most transferred in player since like game week two because obviously latest person this week was Jesse Lingard when it was Sterling even when Sterling was in the form of his life it happened to be the one week he didn't score it was the week after everybody signed him I mean what are you guys saying I mean do, do you think that there's I mean do, do you think I mean that's obviously not a curse there's obviously not actual black magic going on but like the fact that the whole community tends to go after one player do you think that says something about uh, consistency in FPL I don't know. I just I think the only way that there could be a, a correlation is, is if that player is, is knows that stat. <laughs> I, I don't see how else that stat can influence the way a player performs. I mean, so I mean, I don't mean it in, in in that sense. I mean, like the fact that basically people don't realise that consistency in fantasy Premier League isn't a week to week thing. Like there are some players who are just going to blank every now and then. And also, you said before, Baron, your strategy is not to points chase. Yeah. if you can so then does that perhaps send a lesson to people that just because someone's pulled in seven goals in the last 10 I think, I think, does I think that mean go, they're going to score yeah I week? think going from Son to Lingard is a fantastic example of what you're trying to say I think yeah. like, Lingard was the most transferred in because people were were jumping on you know that, that brief bit of form that Lingard's had and ignoring the fact that you know, Spurs have actually got a pretty legitimate fixture that they could do quite well in so why would you ignore that so I, I can see what you're getting at the, the, the thing the, the way that I would look at it though is Firstly, I don't bring players in just to do well that one game week. Yeah, so, yeah. so it, I mean, the, the record is, is quite amusing to look at, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a big coincidence. But also, so if you got rid of Son to say to bring in Lingard and then you upgraded Morata to Aguero, you have to take into account how both of them do over the two you got rid of. Yeah. So there's so many different factors. And is there a curse if we we're in Peru? Well, you black magic <laughs> happens all the time over there. But no, no. But it's, it's, it, I do love things like that. It's, it's a great coincidence, and it is. Yeah. It is funny to watch that. and the fact that Salah's broken well, it twice. See, that, that's what that's what I think is the bottom line, the very very bottom line of this whole curse thing is that even if there is a curse, I think it just shows you how good Salah is in the FBL asset. That even he's just like, no. I'll tell you what I was thinking. Barcelona Sacatino for how much? However much. One hundred and forty-five million. How much would Salah be worth in this market? Because I was thinking, why would? Well, he's getting linked with Real Madrid already. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. How much would he be worth? Why? Well, it'd be a lot. More, I don't know how long's left on his contract because he's only used six months mm. of it. So I don't know what his deal. I would say it would be very, very expensive, based purely off of that before you even get to his goal record. So, you know, I mean, I suppose people. I don't think people will go for him just yet because you know Vardy was having a season like this two years ago and then kind of dropped off. So. Yeah, Coutinho's got a bit more longevity on Salah, hasn't he? Yeah. Coutinho's been doing it at a good level for a few years, whereas Salah's had a good six months really in the Prem. But all we know is that Salah's price will never fall. So you know, um, we know that with, with a certainty. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus, bonus points. points. So we've got a new feature on Friday Night Deadline this week, which I'm quite excited about. The guys in the room are sort of a bit reticent because they have no idea what Confusing. it is. And they're prepared to be really confused. So we, all, we know what the format currently is. It's 12 questions. You get five seconds to answer them. Very short, sharp, just like a Friday Night Deadline on Fantasy Premier League. But I've added two uh, features this week in keeping with Fantasy Premier League called The Captain and the scout. So, there's still 12 questions. It still works in exactly the same way. You ask me for a number, I ask you the question. Right? There's two questions in this set of 12. One of them is called the captain question. And we, we, don't, we don't know that until we pick it. You don't know until we pick it. Okay. Uh, and it could be about a captain of any kind. So it could be a sports captain, a film captain, or a fictional captain, or a historic captain. It's just a question about a captain. If you get that question correct, then you can then double the score for your next answer. So say Baron gets the captain question, yeah. he gets it correct, 
His next question, if he gets it right, he gets two okay. points right. instead of one. Okay. Um, the only downside is if you pick the captain question as your final question, like, it just doesn't do anything because yeah. you can't double up zero. Okay, so we can um, be thrashed by happy <laughs> scores. The, so is everybody everybody on board with that particular feature? Yeah. With the right. captain feature, yes. With the captain. So then the scout, if you get, it's exactly the same in terms of you don't know which one it is, you'll be told it when you pick the number. If you get the scout question right, you get, get handed a sheet of paper that's got three of the questions here. So you can pick one of those questions as your next question. As long as it's not been asked. As long as it's not been asked. If those three, are, basically, I'll go, if they get asked, I'll have to cross them off. So you might get to a stage where you've got the scout correct, I'll hand you the piece of paper and they've all gone. Um, or alternatively, you get there and there's two left, there's one left. Okay. So the ideal situation, the ideal situation is obviously to try and get both chips and then of you course, can double yeah. up an answer to one you already know. So is everybody yes. on board yes. with our new features? Because as we all know, the chips in FPL make all the difference. So. Uh, the person with the lowest score this week, I'm assuming, was Jack. Yeah. Um, as in, no offence to you, it's more every uh, praise yeah, to Ben. Props so, to ben. yeah. Um, so, Jack, which number would you like first? Question five. Question five is not one of the chip questions. So, your question is How many goals were there in Baron's Game Week 23 team? Five. That is correct! <laughs> One nil to Jack. That's a total guess. Is it? Oh, Kane got two. Yes, Kane got a brace. So it was Kane twice, Salah, Salah, and Son. So five goals. So well done, Jack. You've taken the lead. And Baron, your first question is... I don't know what you've done it, because I always go question nine, so I don't know how spiteful you're feeling whether you deliberately (laughs) nominated the question nine one of the trip trips or not. So I'm going to dodge it, I think. Eleven. Question 11 is the scout question, which is great for you, because you can, if you get this correct... I'm going to get it right first. So, uh, I should have said that the scout question is going to be about famous scouts. So, uh, it could be about football scout, it could be about not even football scouts. So, your question is scouts. Members of the Boy Scouts of America earn merit badges based on activities within an area of study. Which of the following four Boy Scouts of America badges was introduced first? So, it's a multiple choice. Which of these four was introduced the earliest? Which was the earliest, okay. Was it A, fire safety? Was it B, reptile and amphibian study, C, water sports, or D, exploration? Fire safety. Fire safety is... Incorrect. Exploration? It was, no, no. so the correct answer was actually water sports. Oh, really? So this is really weird. So basically, water sports was 1969. Fire safety... Oh, sorry, uh, reptile and amphibian study was 93. Fire safety in 95 and then exploration. Which what seems are they like, waiting for? Yeah, exactly, Fire has been there since the dawn of time. <laughs> well, oh, I'm not in 95. We'll make them safe with well, fire. This then. is the weirdest thing. Exploration, which is what I swear the scouts, scouts are for. all about. 2017. <laughs> Very no, strange. America. So a bit of a tricky question. I do apologise. So I'm afraid the scout question, no, the scout chip is no more. So that means I can actually ditch one of these sheets of paper, which is great. Well, I bet so, people didn't think they would learn about uh, American Scouts when they well, did Well, exactly. So, so after one question one each, it is one nil Jack. So Jack, if you would pick your second question, please. Question one. Question one. How many points separate the overall points tally of Bournemouth striker Callum Wilson and West Bromwich Albion forward Jay Rodriguez? And I'll give you uh, a leeway of five points on this one. Either way. Three points. That is correct. Because, no, I knew he swore that. Because, no, because the answer is actually one, one point. point. There is one point. So Callum Wilson has it's 57. Callum Wilson has 57 points, and Jay Rodriguez has 56. 
When has Gio Rodriguez <laughs> ever delivered points? So Rodriguez has three goals and has basically played every game this season, whereas Wilson didn't play until mm. like game week, what, 15 or something? <laughs> that's a great, that's a great so, question. So the reason you get that correct is because, yeah, with your three is within five of one. That's a so, great question. So yeah, well, the only reason I noticed it was this morning when I was just uh, having a brief look. My logic behind that is if they weren't pretty close, that wouldn't have been, ever been asked. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose maybe, maybe maybe I should have given it away in, in that. But yeah, so that when I saw that, I was like, "Are you that serious?" That's a good wow. question. That's worth a question. So that is. I'd have said like fifteen or something. Yeah, I, w- I would have said twenty. But, but like I said, it's because the question was asked. If it were twenty part, would you have asked that question? That's what how my brain works. That's true. Uh, right, so Baron, your second question. Um, seven. Seven. Okay. Andreas Christensen came on to replace the injured Gary Cahill in Chelsea's 0-0 draw with Leicester, but not soon enough to get the clean sheet for David. How many minutes earlier would he have had to come on the pitch to clinch the clean sheet? Three. That's easy one. That was one of those ones that ended up actually coming up in the podcast. Yeah, so, that happens, know, doesn't it? Yeah, um, that is correct. So three, because he came So that is 2-1 after two questions each. The captain, oh, Chip, is still to play for. Jack, what question are you going for? Question two. Question two, okay. Tottenham Hotspur had two players in the Game Week 23 Dream Team. Name the two other clubs who also had that many players in the Game Week 23 Dream Team. West Ham. West Brom. No, 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 he's no. back out of time there. I, I think that was right on the time, sorry. That was, was as I was putting Yeah, it is West Brom. Yeah, it is West Brom. Was it Jones oh, and... No, no. Not, Jones not, not Jones. Dawson um, and Evans. Evans and... Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, it was Dawson and Evans, yeah. So that is, you did that like literally as I was about to press the bell buzzer. 100% record. So 3 1. What is this? Jack on an absolute roll. So uh, that was question two, wasn't it? So just scribble that out off <laughs> my list. face, the pressure. But the, cha- the captain chip, <laughs> the captain chip is still all to play for, so you never know. It's bloody annoying, isn't it? So, gonna go? left. so we've got 3, 4, 6, 8, 9, 10, and 12. 10. Question He's 10. not going for nine. <laughs> Staying away. Who is the most sold player ahead of game week 24? Alvaro Morata. Another one, another one, of course, that came up. So 3 2. So you're only one behind, to be fair, after, after halfway through. And that should was be 2 2. Question. Not that I'm better. I would swore you then. It's a member on the podcast. Yeah. Right, so Jack, 3, 4, 6, 8, 9, or 12. I'm going to go for nine. Question number nine. Right. <laughs> Look at Barrett's face. He's intrigued. Who came in? Oh, it's not that you. I knew it wouldn't be. Who came in to Jack's team as an auto sub after David Silva failed to get any minutes oh, again? Goodness. Mares. That is Damn! Correct. Where is that? <laughs> you just picked it. Damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% record still. I'm, I'm, I'm this, this has got to be the first time we've ever done that. But hey, don't don't forget, Baron. The captain chip is still in there. It's four, still, so it's four two. It's yeah, four if two. I get the captain, I could I'll be so points. annoyed if I could have beaten. So basically, if you get the captain correct. Then you would get, get two for you get your one. third, and then if you get the next one correct, you'd get it up to five. So what what are you going so for? It's four, two, and we've got three, three four, left. six, eight, and twelve are left. Eight. Question number eight: Who was the first player in English football history to score a goal awarded by the brand new VAR system? Kalechi Ianacho. And annoyingly, I wrote the quiz questions last night, and this morning when he came in, he was like, oh. Oh, I've just seen Clexi and Andrew scored the VAR goal. So, well done, Baron, for being lucky once again. <laughs> so, after four questions each, it's 4 3. I don't like this. Uh, and we have got. It could come down. Like, if, if one captain. of you gets the captain question as your, fi- as, as your fifth question. You need it as the fifth So, question. 3, 4, uh, 6, and 12 are the 
four questions are left. Three. Question number three. It is not the captain chip, which means if you get the captain chip, it's useless. So, right. So, how many points? I love this question. I absolutely love this question. How many points separate Baron and Jack in their overall points tallies for this season? You have a leeway of ten either way. So, you've got five seconds from now. 200. That is... It's more incorrect. It is, is it 229. So Baron would have got that one correct. Let's get on, Jack. So that is Jack's oh, first blank. That is Jack's first blank. Well, so when, when I use my triple cut, chance, chance to draw level then. Well, I'll use my triple cut when someone gets eight goals in one game. <laughs> right, so you've got question four, uh, question six, and question 12 left. Pressure's on. Can yeah, he pull out the captain question? Better. 12. Question 12 is not the captain oh. question. I'm so, so sorry. So, wasting this so one, if though. I get this right, we're level, are we? Yes, that is correct. So, Four, three. out of Son Heung-min and Harry Kane, who has currently earned more new owners ahead of Game Week 24, Son or Kane? Son. It's correct. Yes! Game! <laughs> I've got four right and I'm so still level. So four all going into the final. So just, just for those who are interested, it's very close. Have so you got, have you got Son break, has yeah, I do, yeah. Son has eighty-seven thousand new owners. Kane has eighty-six thousand new owners. Oh, it's so close it's Very, very close. Which is why I went for the question. To be fair, so that's question twelve gone. Oh, I can't believe I've got four right and I'm still not. So winning. you've got two questions left, and like I said, the captain chip is now completely useless. But which question know. was it? Uh, we'll find out. Well, I can't say. I don't want to So it's your question, isn't it? So question four or six. Six. Question six is not the captain <laughs> question. <laughs> so, question six. Jesse Lingard blanked in game week 23 after being the most transferred in player. How many weeks had it been since his previous blank? Game weeks? No, yeah, how many game weeks? Uh, uh, seven. The correct answer is actually two. Yeah. Because they had a nil-nil draw with Southampton. And yet that didn't put me off signing him. So... There we go. Well, we you, have you a so peed off. So you get question four, which is the we captain. Have we do have a tiebreaker, yeah. Which is the captain question, and this week's featured captain is Captain America. This is harder because it's not football. <laughs> like I don't want the captain. I know one. nothing about Captain America. So, so the 2016 film Captain America: Civil War featured more Marvel Cinematic characters than any previous film in its franchise. But which of the following superheroes did not appear in the film? So you've got multiple choice on this one. Was it A, Ant-Man? Was it B, Spider-Man? C, Scarlet Witch? Or D, the Mighty Thor? Thor. He's won it! He's won it on a non-football question! He's won it! I think he's saying Thor. Oh no, he's saying Gold. Well, that's, that's a tough one, Jack, isn't it? There we go. I mean, that, that's, four out of that six is tough. Still he, went, he went unbeaten four out of six and he's lost 5 4. I'm sorry, Dad. How do you feel after that? <laughs> I can't. I can't, oh, I can't oh. What was the tiebreaker? So, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that now. So, the tiebreaker is I, I made this really difficult. I think this is going to be really difficult. So, those of you at home, play along as well, of course. Uh, the tiebreaker is another Who Am I? It was inspired yeah. by Baron from last yeah. week. I have played 305 minutes this season. I am owned by 1.5% of FBL managers. I have an overall points total so far this season of 8 points. I have no clean sheet points to my name in 2017-18. I racked up 10 clean, sheet, uh, 10 clean sheets last season. My price is 4.7. I have not played in the league since game week 4. This is my 5th season as an FBL player. 
My first was in 2006, 2007. My second was 2007, 2008. And then my third was not until 2014, 15. So that was seven years later. My fourth was last season, 16, 17. I currently play for a team whose name starts with the letter B. In, two, in 2006, 07, I registered no points and no minutes. I registered no points in 07, 08. In those seasons, I played for Manchester United. Bardsley. You're close. You've got the right team. And that's actually all the clues I have. So I can go through them again if you like. So Man United? Yeah, so we played for Man United in 06, 07 and 07, 08, but registered no points or no minutes with them. I've played 305 minutes this season, not played since game week four. Oh yeah, not bad. I'm owned by 1.5% of FPL managers. I have an overall total of eight points. My price is 4.7. Is it? I have no clean sheet points to my name this season, but I racked up 10 last season. 4.7. It's gone ominously quiet in the studio. The producer's fallen asleep. <laughs> he hasn't specified what position he is though. I'll tell you, tell you what, he's a goalkeeper. Oh, I am a goalkeeper. Oh, Eaton. There we go. He's finally, finally got it. I probably oh. should have put the goalie in there. But yeah, tough one to be fair. So yeah, that was good. I like the goal mines. Yeah, and yeah. So Manny. So that's what I thought was was confusing was the fact that he was a United player in 06, 07, 07, 08, and then did wasn't on FPL for a very long time because obviously he was putting around. United trainee, wasn't he? Yeah. So Tom Heaton was was the tiebreaker. Slightly less exciting than than Captain America Civil War. Also, a li- little bit of a shame. Little bit of a shame that the captain question meant nothing, but hey, I like that. I like, I like the twist. If uh, if you guys so uh, Baron, you'll obviously be asking the questions this week. If you would like to add in the captain and scout, then uh, that would be cool. But we will see. Shall we go? Uh, so we're going to leave you with our stat of the week this week, which concerns Marco Arnautovic, who obviously is flavour of the month right now. Um, he has matched both Mohamed Salah and Son Heung Min for goal involvements over the last four weeks. All three of those players have six. And uh, those of you looking to sign Arnautovic or uncertain, it's worth pointing out that he has more goal involvement over the last four weeks than Harry Kane and Roberto Firmino. So going back to that little discussion about West Ham, Arnautovic is a right asset right now. Uh, obviously, as per usual, we've got another Fantasy Fantasy Premier League game week coming up this week, which is great opportunity for people to right their wrongs and maybe avoid some forfeits or take some 12-point hits. We will see. <laughs> uh, we've got plenty of advice on the, uh, on the website as usual. I've done some analysis on who played in the FA Cup. Uh, working out who may or may not play in game week 24. We'll have all of our stuff about uh, who to sign, uh, who to sell, who to keep on your watch list and who to captain as well. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We're always happy to help you out with your FBL team. So if you have any questions for our panel, follow or tweet us at FBL underscore Herald. Nu 2 gig data met een 0 minuten bel- en sms-bundel voor maar 9 euro per maand. Omdat het kan. Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. Niet omdat het moet, maar omdat het kan.